Playable. It'll be Blake Robertson that reaches, makes the catch, and then flips into the Notre Dame dugout, and he hung on to the ball. He hung on to the ball. Unbelievable. He bumps it. First base side, it's a squeeze. There'll be a throw to first, and it's wild. It's down the line. A run scores. Jimmy headed to third. The ball is loose. They're going to wave him home. The throw goes into third base. Jimmy scores, and Clark is safe. Clark is safe. and fires. Got him! Swinging! And you can unhitch the wagon! The Sooners are in the catbird seat in Omaha! Final score on a Sunday night! It's Oklahoma 6 and Notre Dame 2! I'm going to be honest with you real fast. The brain processes a lot, hopefully quickly, Drake, but normally... I always end a game in that manner. Uh, Sooners win it on a Friday night. Sooners win it on a Saturday afternoon. Sooners win it on a whatever day of the week it is. And normally it's easy because game one's on Friday, game two's on Saturday, game three's on Sunday. You know, that's how baseball goes. But uh, (laughs) it's been a struggle. The last couple of weeks remembering what day we're playing on. I'm like, there was a moment there last night. Sooners win it on a Sunday. What day is it? <laughs> I got I got there, but uh, it's uh, at, everything's. At least you're not right going now. Ron Burgundy and saying Sooners win it on a Sunday. Yeah, I almost did. I got a few uh, nuggets I want to get to here, and then we'll go to the phones. Okay, a little yep. uh, this and that, a little this and that. Third hour, you could call us four zero five three two nine nine thousand. You could text the show Air Comfort Solutions text line. Four zero five six five one three four three nine. How about the catch by Blake Robertson? Huh? Off, yeah. I mean, just to start off the game, that was absolutely incredible. Just what a slap in the face to Kendall Pettis. That's Ooh. how I took it. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Kendall Pettis went flipping into the bullpen, and Blake Robertson said, "I've had enough of you getting attention." Mm-hmm. And he went flipping into a dugout. Which, by the way, that dugout is a good two feet, maybe below foot and a half, two feet below surface level. So that's a drop down. Uh, he could have hurt himself, man. That could have been yeah. bad. Yeah. Uh, but first pitch of the game, Drake. Holy cow. Um, did you see Trevin Michael in the bullpen on the Notre Dame home run 
last night. No, I, I did not see this, no. In the back, so the the home run went into the OU bullpen. Mm-hmm. The back of those bullpens, there's a bathroom. There's a door on the back wall that you can open and go into a bathroom on the back of the bullpen. And Trevin was in the bathroom when the home runs hit. you got to watch the replay again. He comes out of the bathroom at the exact time that the home run bounces into the open door of the bathroom. And so Trevin Michael opens the door, and bam, there's a ball right in him, right at him. It is hilarious. He's telling the story last night when we got back to the team hotel. He's like, I I thought somebody was – I thought he first thought it was like a ball that was loose in the bullpen, that somebody had thrown a ball, and it was the home run ball that came right (laughs) into the open door of the bathroom. It was hilarious. All right, who's messing with me? Who's throwing (laughs) baseballs at me right as I'm coming out the bathroom? That's all he needed to get ticked off when he took them out last night. He's he's a guy that needs some motivation (laughs) when it comes to getting angry, so – um. So happy for Jared Godman last night. If yeah, you are was, an OU baseball fan, that was awesome. Um, for him to have, for him to get the call at the College World Series in a huge moment when he has not pitched in a long time. A great young man who has given a whole lot to this program. He was the closer. It was great as a setup man for Jason Ruffcorn last year and was the presumptive closer going into this year, and it just hasn't gone as well as hoped. And then Trevin took his job, and Trevin's been great, and Jarrett has been a little shaky, had a hard time throwing strikes, and he's got unbelievable stuff, but he's had a hard time corralling it this year. And uh, it's unfortunate. I, I have seen him several times the last few weeks, and I feel bad that he hasn't, been as much a part of this as I know he'd like to be because he's such a great young man and for him to get out there last night and not just get an opportunity to pitch but to have a really good outing he got a couple of strikeouts in the seventh inning when it when it was very important that was cool that was cool and then the other thing and then we'll go to the phones is um Sebastian Orduño another guy who has not played much at all in the last month. I mean, Oklahoma has found their lineup, and they have stuck with it. And it's been almost the same nine guys. Well, this is last night was the – I think I'm right about this. It's it's 16th time in the last 17 games or the 15th time in the last 16 games that they have faced a right-handed starter. And every time they faced a righty, they have the same nine guys. And it hasn't included Orduno – and Diego, they haven't had a lot of at-bats. And with the injury to Brett Squires, all of a sudden Sebastian finds himself in the starting lineup last night, and he was great. Now, he got thrown out trying to stretch a double into a triple. That might have been ill-advised, but that's just that's kind of what OU does. You know, they put the pressure on you to make plays, and Notre Dame did a couple of times last night. And uh, I saw some consternation after the game on social media about getting thrown out a couple of times that that's that's people who haven't been watching OU baseball this year they are going to push the envelope on the bases they are going to be aggressive and sometimes it'll bite them but more often than not they are going to come out on the good side of that and uh you saw it in the squeeze play last night that scored a couple of runs they put the pressure on the defense and the defense buckled 
but Orduño, back to the point, had a walk, had a double, got a bunt down. He was fantastic. Um, so, anyway, that, a little bit of this and that. Johnny Baseball, I know he loved it. He's on hold. Good morning, JB. Well, geez, Toby, you took everything I wanted to talk about. <laughs> That's my bad, Johnny. Hit it all again, man. Hit it all again. No. I, to be totally honest, Toby, I actually just started watching last week, so I, I don't understand <laughs> why we're trying to see all these bases and running us out, running ourselves out of innings. It just doesn't make a whole lot of sense. I mean, what's yeah. going on here? These coaches, I, just, I don't think they know what they're doing. Don't I, they I really know don't. that it's a baseball sin to get thrown out at third? <laughs> Right? Exactly. I bet you're. I, I bet you're having fun on social media, Johnny. Oh, I'm having a blast. You know, and as much as I wish I could be in Omaha, you know, I could. I wouldn't be able to do the stuff I do on social media yeah. if I were. Uh, if I were there, that's and, right. You know, my my boy Brandon is up there, my partner in my uh, in my Twitter space, and he's doing a great job up there. I saw he got you a shirt up here, autographed by the team, right? Yeah, that is. Uh, you know, I'm not a, a big crier, but yeah, when I saw <laughs> that's that, pretty that, cool. Choked me up a, a little bit. That's pretty cool. But no, I, it's exactly like you said. You know, I mean, if it's not Graham, it's you know, it's Robertson. If it's not Robertson, it's Treadaway. If it's not Treadaway, it's uh, you know, it's Squires. You know, and now that Squires is hurt, you got Orduño in there. And if it's not one of them, it's one of our, you know, one or all three of our freshmen. They're doing something incredible. You know, don't forget just, about Jimmy. Uh, I can never forget about Jimmy. Jimmy is by far my favorite player on the team. <laughs> I love his energy. I love you know the way he you know he doesn't really you know stand out as far as being a you know a, you know superstar or very flamboyant, but you can tell that he is locked in and ready to go every single day. Yeah, yeah. and that's what I love about him. But no, this team it's uh, you know call him a team of destiny, call him whatever you want. They don't care. They're going to show up. They're going to play baseball, and they're going to take it to you one way or the other. And I, I mean, I know it's easy to say because we're in Omaha right now, but I absolutely love this team. This is one of my favorite teams I've, that has ever been, uh, you know, put together. They're just all so fun to watch, and especially our freshmen. They're just so entertaining. And that play by Robertson last night to start the game, you can mm. that, that just kind of set the tone, and yeah, you say, right. "Oh boy." Oh boy, here they come! Uh, let me ask you a question, Johnny. Yeah. Who uh, who has impressed you the most of the rest of the field here in Omaha? Who do you think is the is the biggest threat? Arkansas. Mm-hmm. Boy, they Arkansas, did look good, didn't I mean, they? They're one of those teams that you know they uh, they're I mean, they're kind of like us. They got hot at the right time. I mean, they're they're good. They're always good. You know, but they're they're Arkansas. They're a, a brand name. When you think college baseball right now, they're one of the teams that comes up. But, you know, Ben Horner is one of those coaches that, you know, he'll he'll have them prepared, he'll have them ready, and he'll make sure that their heads are all in the right right spot. And, man, you know, they are uh, they just have a ton of talent. They're Slavin's kids, they're, you know, they're a rental player, they're a catcher, you know, they're just all, battles. All, all good battles. Yeah, no, battles is a really fun, fun kid to watch play baseball. The second you know, baseman, they, they uh, have, Robert, uh, what's his name? Robert, uh, he's been there for a few years now. Um, yeah, you know, they took Boerford from us. Yeah, yeah, they did. I, I tell you, Ole Miss looks really good. I mean, nobody can score on Ole Miss right now. That game tonight is going to be a humdinger, Arkansas and Ole Miss. No, I'm, I've, I've been kind of high on the, the Reds since they, you know, got in here. I know they were the 
14 picked, but, you know, that's uh, another one of them that's kind of a team of, of destiny. So, yeah. No, I'd say Arkansas is the one that really kind of – and I have a little bit of a a little place in my heart for them because I, I went to high school in Bentonville, Arkansas, you know, where uh, Keegan Allen went to high school. So, you know, yeah. we got a – but, yeah. So I uh, I watched a lot of Razorback baseball while I was in high school. I got to see uh, Brady Toops hit his, you know, walk-off grand slam against uh, – I think it was Ole Miss that he did it. But, Let me uh, ask no, you this. Since yeah. you've said that and we've got you on the line and Drake's here, I need a verdict on something. Are right. we okay with one of our hosts woo-pig-suing on national television? You're talking about uh, Travis Davidson? I'm talking about Travis Davidson was caught on national TV. Oh, no. Doing a woo-pig-suey during an Arkansas game the other day. Is that acceptable? You know, Travis and I, we're not exactly the best friends in the world, but we are, you know, pretty hooked up on Twitter. You'd probably get pretty mad at me if I said anything otherwise, but I will say this. No, it is not okay to be, uh, <laughs> you know, wooing the pig suey in the uh, Crimson and Creams. Maybe if he'd taken his hat off. I don't know. He but, said uh, his sister you know, went, went to Arkansas, and he grew up in Fayetteville, and so that's why he was doing it. But at the same time, He's employed by the home of Sooner fans, Drake. So I don't. Uh, this might be have to be run up the chain yeah, over there. Uh, there's going to have to be a meeting with HR today. I'm afraid. So I saw him before the game last night. I asked him if he was uh, if he was uh, doing the hook 'em horns or the gig 'em Aggies during that game, since that's the kind of stuff he does now. So <laughs> well, to be totally honest, I'm surprised our baseball team even showed up this week. You know, they all had other things they needed to do. I'm serious. Like, didn't some of them have cruises and bowling tournaments and things like that? I'm sure they did. I'm sure they did. Yeah. <laughs> bowling tournaments. Johnny, I'm happy for you, man. I'm happy. Let's keep the ride going, all right? Yes, sir. Thank you, guys. Boomer Sooner. See you, buddy. All right, let's take a break. Let's hit some more of your texts when we come back. Air Comfort, Air Comfort Solutions text line 405-651-3439. We're in Omaha. Back after this. The T-Row in the Morning Show is powered by extreme outdoor equipment. Four-wheelers, side-by-sides, UTVs, travel trailers, or motorhome rentals. With two locations, I-35 at Goldsby Exit 104B and I-44 at the Newcastle Tuttle Exit 108. Shows bunt, swings away, line drive, left field, base hit by Nicholas, and here comes Wally. And the Sooners have a five-run lead. Two balls, two strikes, two outs. Here it comes. Got him! Looking! And the inning is over. 11 strikeouts for Cade Horton, and he does it in the College World Series. Unbelievable. That's right. The Norman grad, Norman High grad, he was dealing last night, T-Row. Mm. He said Ben Abram helped him uh, yeah. with his slider. Gosh, what a, a love for Ben made. Abram now. Yeah. Uh, this is our T Row in the morning show. Drake Dyken here, along with T Row. It's brought to you by the great people at RK Black. They've been in business since 1952. That's 70 years. That's the fast math on that, T Row. Does that track with you? I'm not paying attention okay, to what you're fine. saying it's right fine. now, Drake. Uh, RK Black, they're the leading provider of office technology solutions to small and medium sized businesses in Oklahoma. And Kansas, those... What day uh, is it? Uh, I don't know what day of the week it is. Uh, Monday. 
right. Um, those technology solutions, those include copiers, faxes, printers, scanners, document management, and even network solutions. Uh, give them a call at 405-943-9800 or visit rkblack.com. Uh, let's see. Let's hit some text. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Air Coverage Solutions text line. Yeah. Uh, here you go, T-Row. I'm teeing you up here. What was wrong with the third base coach last night? He should have uh, held the runner at second when he got thrown out at third and uh, to mm-hmm. tell the runner to not uh, to get back on the bag at third baseman and drop the ball. Big miss on his part. Uh, Clay Van Hook is an outstanding third base coach. Uh, he has uh, done an unbelievable job this year in many facets. First, The first play, not his call. The uh, tr- double by Orduno that he tried to stretch into a triple is uh, in front of him. That ball is in front of him. It's in the left field corner. He can see it the whole way. He is not looking at the third base coach when he comes around second to get the wave into third. He is watching the ball in the corner and making the judgment for himself whether he thinks he can get there or not. Uh, should Sebastian have stopped at second with nobody out in the inning? Well, in hindsight, yes. Uh Baz, not the fleetest of foot uh, on this OU baseball team. However, that is their personality, folks. And if you are new to the party this year, um, welcome. That is the personality of this baseball team. They push the envelope. They are very aggressive on the base pass. They try to steal bases. They try to take extra bases. Dirt balls they try to advance. Uh, Sometimes... It bites them. But way more often than not, it pays off. Either they get the bag or they make the opponent fretful. They make a pitcher worry about the fact that they're going to steal. Somebody's worried about them taking an extra base, and they overthrow one into the dugout. We saw it in the squeeze play last night where he got the squeeze down. The guy threw it down the right field line. They call it chaos. They create chaos in the bases. Sometimes they don't steal when you think they should. Sometimes they steal when it doesn't make as much sense. Sometimes they try to stretch a double into a triple. He got pegged on that one, but that had nothing to do with hook. The other play was just bizarre. I mean, the ball came flying out of the glove. Hook turned to try to get out of the way of it. He was trying to get out of the way of that ball so it would get by him. And when he did, he lost eye contact with Spike. Spike didn't know the ball was still alive, and that was just a screwy play. That was nobody's fault there at all. And um, I love the uh, criticism of our third base coach from everybody who has no idea what the name of OU's third base coach is. So uh, welcome to baseball. It's great to have you here this season. Would have been fascinating if you had bought some tickets to come to games this year and maybe learn who coaches at the bases for OU but uh thank you uh <laughs> next up air hey what's up with our third base coach That's why right. can't he get out of the way of a play I I mean you are right though it does cause chaos for the opposing team it, yeah. it, not just the starting pitcher but also I mean it makes defenders have to think about every single play like, yeah it makes them overthink Every single aspect of the game, like it, I have to field this ground ball because if I don't, it could turn into a double. If I, uh, I have to get this throw right on they target. Rush it. Yeah, I mean everything that they do, absolutely. They try to, uh, they tag on uh, shallower fly balls than maybe some teams would because 
they try to make you perfectly execute a throw to the plate. Mm-hmm. Um, Reggie loves it when a pitcher is worried about the guy at first base, whether he's going to steal or not. Sometimes he could easily steal second base, it seems. But he'll leave the guy there because he can tell the pitcher's so bothered by him that he might just groove one to Jimmy Crooks or Peyton Graham or whoever's at the plate because he's so distracted by the runner at first. So they call it chaos, and it has been highly effective, and it is one of, if not the biggest reasons that they are in Omaha right now is because of their offensive approach to the game. So you got to get over it, folks. They got an out at third base last night in a game they won by four in the winner's bracket of the College World Series. Get over it and buy a ticket to a game next year. Uh, let's see. B.A. Boomer says, Toby and Taylor call a great – Better than you read text messages, that's for sure. Call a great game together. TNT Dynamite. Keep up the great work. That was the also the motivation for the bumper song in this last – Oh, Thank you, B.A. Boomer. That's very nice of you. Next up, Air Comfort Solutions text sign. Uh, last night, I had a nightmare. A spy bug Toby's room incorporated into the dream were memories of the Sooners versus Northwestern football, the mob, and food poisoning. Toby, please don't be uh, – uh, please don't be tell strangers your room number. Okay. Uh, please don't tell – Strangers your room number is, I think, what they mean here. Uh, That's old... a story I shared during the broadcast last yeah, yeah, night yeah. of a of a Notre Dame fan who wanted to borrow my Wi-Fi information right. in the team hotel lobby right. yesterday and then claimed he was a Sooner fan. Oh, goodness yeah. gracious. Uh, and it is a inside joke with the radio crew of uh, asking what your room number is, too. That's true, yes. Uh, that's from old Sarasota mom. She says she appreciates you. Uh, Thank you. Any guesses on who will start on Wednesday? You, we've kind of gone over that. Probably going to be Sandlin. I I would be shocked if it's not David Sandlin. Yeah, I think it'll definitely be David Sandlin. Uh, College World Series has been incredible. Sooners look awesome. Boomer Sooner on the Air Comfort Solutions text line. Uh, okay, here's a uh, question for you, T. Rowe. Wants to know here on the Air Comfort Solutions text line, which side of the bracket is tougher in your opinion? Hmm. I think it's pretty even. Yeah. Um, Arkansas is playing great. Ole Miss is playing great. Um, Stanford was the highest ranked team left coming into Omaha. And Auburn's got Sonny D, and they've been playing great. They're all on the other side. Obviously, the Sooners and Notre Dame have been red hot. Texas A&M was 5-0 and in the NCAA tournament. And uh, and Texas, preseason number one. So, I mean, there's no – these are all big boys. You know, there's no uh, Stony Brook that got through this year or anything. Um, and I think it's pretty balanced. Um, Arkansas was very impressive against Stanford in that 17-2 win. I'm eager to see that matchup tonight because Ole Miss has given up one run in the last three games combined. They shut out Southern Miss in both games in the Supers, and they gave up one run in their opening win over Auburn the other night. And now they're going to face an Arkansas team that just scored 17 
in their opener and put up, you know, runs 20-plus, I think, a couple of times in Stillwater. So that's a big-time game tonight. But back to your question, I think it's pretty even. What do you think, Drake? Yeah, I think it's pretty even, too. I mean, you have two teams, like you said, that entered this College World Series just red hot uh, in different ways on the other side. Like you mentioned, Ole Miss's pitching has just been absolutely outstanding pretty much the entire postseason. Uh, Arkansas has it's, – it's going to be fascinating to see how it is that game goes today between Arkansas and Ole Miss uh, because of it's going to be something has to give. Uh, either that uh, great pitching, it's going to give up runs tonight, or Arkansas is going to have that offense slow down significantly. It could be a little bit of both uh, because of there's a, so much middle ground there. But, um, yeah, I, I would say that it's very even because there's not any one dominant team uh, coming into this College World Series because of Tennessee getting knocked out. Yeah, uh, yeah that was this. the team. Yeah, That was the team. So, yeah, it's wide open now. Um, let's see. Air Comfort Solutions text line. Baseball players are superstitious beings. Who on the team uh, has the oddest one of them all? I don't think there's any that are too crazy odd that I have come across yet anyway. I, I don't think this is a, a, a overly superstitious team, as best I can tell. I'm sure they all have their quirks here and there. But, I, you know, nobody's going out and making a run for fried chicken before the game or – uh, you know, sacrificing a peacock or anything like that. You know, as best I can tell, it's it, it's not a crazy superstitious team. Just uh, don't drink Joe Boo's rum. That's what you need to make sure not hmm. to do. Okay. Um, Toby, you need to try the brats with the bell peppers and onions behind home plate. They are fantastic. Okay. okay. All right. I got a day off today, so maybe I'll. Uh, I'd like to go to a game or two, and maybe I'll. Uh, I haven't had any concessions yet at. Uh, the Schwab. So maybe today's the day I can run into some concessions. Uh, a couple more here. Uh, good morning, y'all. And in all caps, it says in quotes, it's TJ's fault. Mm-hmm. Uh, and last one, why do the Sooner players point to their index finger when they make a play on offense? Say that again now. Says, why do the Sooner players point to their index finger when they make a play on offense? Point to their index finger. I'm not sure. I was unaware they did, and so I'll ask. Yeah, I hadn't noticed that either. So, uh, Brett's telling me about the unwritten rules of baseball. Brett, I am aware that is an unwritten rule to never make the first or third out at third base. Yes. I'm telling you that is a hogwash of a rule, unwritten rule. Because sometimes the uh, guys in the field think you're not going to make the uh, first uh, the first or third out at third base, and they don't think you're going to push the envelope on them. I'm just telling you, if you're bothered by that play last night, you have not watched any OU baseball this year. And the reason they are here is because of how aggressive they've been on the base paths. So uh, get out of here. Just get out of here with that nonsense. We'll be back. This hour of the T-Row in the Morning Show is brought to you by RK Black, a leading provider of office technology solutions for small and medium-sized businesses. Call 405-943-9800 or visit rkblack.com. Line drive, left center field. He did it again. Treadaway did it again. Here comes Spikerman. He'll score. It's a two-out ribby for Treadaway. Wow. It's 6-2. to two. 
Toby, I'm now with Peyton Graham. Peyton, four hits in the ball game. You guys put together a heck of an effort tonight. How did it feel? It was awesome. Um, coming out here in this environment, it was a packed house tonight. Um, the young guys did really well. Uh, the veterans did their job, and, you know, it just all clicked today. The offense was firing on all cylinders against a pitching staff that hasn't given up a lot of hits. They haven't given up a lot of runs. You guys did what you needed to do, took care of it. The pitching staff took care of business as well. Talk about those guys. Kate Horton was unreal. Um, Jerry Godman came in for that one inning. He he was electric today. I mean, he, he brings the juice every time he comes out and pitches. And, you know, Trevin, every time he comes in, he gets the job done. So it's always nice to rely on those guys. Sooner Nation showed up in a big way for you tonight in a hostile environment in Omaha to begin with. What does it mean to have this kind of crowd behind you guys playing in this ballpark? Oh, it's awesome. Uh, I haven't seen this many people here at a OU game in a while, so it's pretty neat to play behind all these people. Peyton, congratulations on the win. Great job tonight. Go enjoy with your teammates. Thanks so much. <laughs> Zing! <laughs> oh, that made me LOL last night, Drake. Yeah, I, I caught that immediately whenever we were saying that in post game too. Was... Hey, the crowd has been great, though. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, I don't know how many OU fans are here, but it is a lot. And I saw some of the uh, uh, the homemade videos last night of people in the crowd on the final out and stuff last night. I, my family's been there, and uh, it's it's electric, man. They are making noise. It, from my booth last night, they were louder than the Notre Dame fans, and I know there's a ton of Notre Dame fans here. So uh, I don't know where everybody came from, and I don't know where they were all year. But it is fantastic that they are here in Omaha, and they are living it up, man. They've been going to practices. They've been going to uh, – they had a the thing Saturday for the team down by the river. They had hundreds of o OU fans there for that. Uh, they had a tailgate before the game last night. We had a tailgate for a baseball game last night, Drake. Uh, hundreds of OU fans at that. They are all making all kinds of noise in the stands and – so it's been great. Uh, they have showed out. Uh, they have showed out big time. Now it's been fantastic. How have the Arkansas fans been? Because there's a bunch of them. There is a bunch of them because I, I, I told you about the Jello shot challenge. Last, yeah. uh, at Rocco's, Arkansas. Is that something we want to win? <laughs> well, I feel like that's not something I, you want to win. I can tell you this. OU. Uh, there is no danger of OU winning this Jello okay. Shot Challenge at all because right now Arkansas has 3,400 Jello Shots, 3,418 to be exact. OU is at 300. Everybody else is, every other school is under a thousand except for Ole Miss. <laughs> Hogs like 20, their Jello, huh? 2763. So yeah, and then Stanford. Of course, Stanford is only at 93. OU's at 300 yeah. though. Oh, they're not killing brain cells. Yeah. Um. Again, I haven't. They they play on the other side of the bracket, so I've not been in the stadium with them. It seems to me that just walking around town, okay, restaurants and home run village and hotels and things like that, that Stanford has the smallest fan base here, and that it's close between Arkansas and Ole Miss. There are a ton of Arkansas and Ole Miss on the on that side of the bracket I'm talking about. Uh, there are a ton of Arkansas and Ole Miss people here. Um, so I think there, it's, it's the shortest drive. Uh, 
And uh, so there's a whole bunch of Arkansas fans. Yeah, I mean, they're. But I don't, I I wouldn't, like, it's not overwhelmingly one team over everybody else. Like, I think it's pretty, I'm surprised how many Notre Dame baseball fans are here. You know, Notre Dame doesn't even have a radio broadcast for their games. Oh, wow. Notre Dame. This is, you know, every once in a while we'll play one of those Tuesday night games against uh, East Popcorn State and, and they won't bring a radio crew. This is a team at the College World Series. So I'm surprised at how many Notre Dame – there's a ton of Notre Dame people here. Uh, obviously, Texas A&M has traveled really well. There were a lot of Texas fans here. There was a lot of OU fans here. So it place is packed. It holds 25,000, and it's been pretty much packed for every game so far. But um, – how about the little nugget I dropped on uh, Twitter last night, TJ, about uh, three schools with the same Pantone TJ. color? I bet that knocked your uh, socks off, huh? Did I don't I know. I'll have to text TJ and see if that knocked his socks did off. Did I text? Did I say TJ just Yes, now? you did. That was the first time that you said it, though. Drake. Yes. My apologies. How about the little Pantone nugget? I bet you I bet you didn't hardly sleep last night after that little nugget, huh? Uh, About Arkansas... And OU sharing the same Pantones? First time, according to my research, Drake, Mm -hmm. which I did none, Mm -hmm. first time in College World Series history there have been three teams with the exact same Pantone color in the field at the same time. It is PMS-201C, OU, Arkansas, and Stanford all have the same color of crimson. Huh? How about you're that? flustered right I, now? I, so... I, I I am speechless. I am without speech right When's now. When's the last time you heard a, a a Pantone fact that fascinating? Um, it was probably before the OU Arkansas basketball game when you said these two teams have the exact same Pantone. That was probably the last. I time. tagged I tagged ESPN stats and info on that yeah. uh, tweet yesterday, and, they, and Eric Collier said, "Watch the." Yeah. No, they have not been able to refute it yet. Oh. You know they're working hard yeah, on it, too. Absolutely. You know they hate it when somebody throws a stat mm-hmm. in their face. That they can't prove and, incorrect. Uh, so absolutely. far, no rebuttal from them. Uh, Doc B, I think, wants to get in here before we uh, hit a break. Good morning, Doc. What a fair ball. What a fair ball. I think it was fair, too, Doc. It looked to me like it hit the chalk. It looked to me like it hit the outside of the chalk. I think it should have been fair. Chris Koski had a good view of it, but the replay sure looked like that ball caught shock, Doc. It did, huh? Yeah. I think they missed it. Uh, it was Ole Miss, right? Ole Miss baseball team, right? Ole Miss? Yep. Ole Miss tonight, named, yep. They play a player named Bench on the team. Yeah, they do have a player named Bench on their team. As far as I know, he's is he Johnny's boy? Yep. I wonder if Johnny's here. Uh, Johnny's an OU fan. You know, we were we were talking to Eduardo Perez the other day, and uh, uh, he said uh, Johnny was not here right now. But I wonder if he'll make his way up at some point. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah. Hey, good talking to you, Doc. Hey, good call. That's right. 
Thank you, Doc. I appreciate that. See you, buddy. Take care. All right, you too. Any uh, any more texts you want to get to before we uh, get to the final segment with Chris Plank here, Drake? Uh, yeah, let's get it to a few more here. Uh, let's see, let's see, let's see. Um, first off, it says, in Omaha for the weekend games, I brought my radio. My wife and I listened to your call. The Thank you. pictures you paint with your call is very accurate. My wife said she listens to you because you make it more entertaining for her. Oh, it's very nice of you. I appreciate that. It's from Scott. Justin Bench. Hang on a second. Mm-hmm. Justin Bench is the son. Uh, okay, hang on here. Mm-hmm. Justin Bench plays for Ole Miss. He is the son of John and Julie Bench, but not the Major League Baseball Hall of Famer. He is not Johnny Bench's son. He is the son of a John Bench, but not the Big Red Machine, Binger, Oklahoma Johnny Benches. That's according to the internet, Drake. Okay. Okay, go ahead. What else you got? Uh, Jill uh, Jill and John are his parents. Okay, go ahead. I'm sorry. Uh, Toby, why did uh, Skip not challenge the foul ball Cole last night? He had already used his challenge, correct? Well, he gets two. He gets two. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I don't know. They don't have replay monitors in the dugouts. It's not like Major League Baseball where there's a guy sitting back in there that, you know, yelling, hey, challenge it. You know, he's watching all the monitors. We want to watch it one more time. They've uh, they just got a gut instinct. I've joked with Skip all year that they need to look up to the radio booth and I'll give them the old – Roman Empire, thumbs up or thumbs down on whether they should challenge a call or not? Because we got monitors up there in the radio booth. Uh, I think if they had challenged that uh, ball by Orduno, that they would have won it. I think that's a challenge. I think fair or foul is a challengeable call. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking whether I've seen it or not this year. You certainly see it on home runs, so I'm pretty sure that's something you can challenge. But anyway. We'll take a break. They won the game, so it doesn't matter. We'll be back. Chris Plank joins us next. It's the Plank Show with Chris Plank and Josh Helmer. Weekdays from 9 a.m. till noon on your home for Sooner fans, the Ref Sports Radio Network. All right, wrapping up a uh, Monday edition live at Omaha. Final segment brought to you by the Cleveland County Family YMCA. We call it the crossover. I welcome in now my good friend Chris Plank national championship broadcaster of OU softball. Good morning, Plank. Toby, what's going on, man? How you doing? I can't be better. I am on cloud nine. You today, should be. <laughs> yeah. This has been fun to How watch. How about that man. game last night, huh? That was awesome. Um, okay, so I have dumb questions. Can we... Go ahead. Okay. Yeah. Dumb question time with Chris. Dumb question. I bet and, they're great questions. Well, here this, and if you've talked about this today, I apologize, but... Why did they delay the start of the game when there was plenty of time between the end of the Texas and Texas A&M game to get things together for that 6 o'clock first pitch? Um, <coughs> excuse me, I apologize. I think the argument here would be that that is not the case, that there was not time. Oh, because okay. they, they clean out the stadium 
Oh, so they completely fill it back up. Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. So and and uh, yeah, they they completely empty the stadium. The two teams uh, they are guaranteed fifty five minutes. They ended up getting a little more than that between games. Okay. Um, but they clear out the stadium and then they got to bring twenty five thousand people back in again. And um, it was pretty. It was probably ten fifteen minutes before first pitch before. Uh, they they had a decent crowd back in there again, so I think that's the biggest okay. reason. Okay, I just didn't know, I did not realize that they cleared out between sessions, so that makes yeah. more sense to me. And then number two, when does TJ return from his vacation? Is that that's next Drake? Monday? Next oh, okay. Monday. Yeah, 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 yeah. Never mind. You thought it was today? Sorry to no, disappoint you. Play. No, no. Calm down, Drake. No. <laughs> Um, I was just going to laugh whenever TJ returns on like a Wednesday or a Thursday uh-huh. and then it's like, hey, I'm going to go ahead and go to Omaha, so you still yeah. got to do all this, Jake. Yeah. Yeah. That's, what I was pro- that's what I was projecting what was going to happen in my mind. Yeah, uh, I know Disney cruises don't last there, two days. There is an opportunity that I'll be able to go if OU, say, wins uh, another game. Sure. But so. do we really want anyone else going to risk this mojo? Yeah, that's come good, on, that's come on. Good lo- that's a good <laughs> come on, come question. on. Yeah, I, I like I, these people that get mad and they're like, oh, you, you haven't been watching all year. You, no, no, come on, go, go, go. Be, yeah. Be, yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, Did no. you hear, like, you brought up Peyton Granslow. Most people I've seen in an OU baseball game in a long time, yeah. which yeah. is great. Come on, come on, let's go. Brett, pack the house. There's going to be, if they make it to the weekend, and it's a big if, if they make it to the weekend, whoever they play is going to have a massive contingent up here. So, uh yeah, this is not Oklahoma City. This is nope. gonna be this is gonna be a fifty-fifty uh, uh, at best battle uh, up here, crowd-wise. So this is uh, come on, if you could possibly make it, come on up, everybody. I agree. I agree. And and it's um, it's fun, dude. You 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 guys are crushing it on the radio side of things. You uh, thank you. It's been fun to sync things up. Uh, it's just. This is awesome. And deserved, right? You can't help but root for everyone involved in this team. It, it, so many Oklahoma kids. That's what I'm kind of starting with yeah. here on the show. But, man, just keep doing what you're doing because it's been fantastic from a fan's perspective. Chris, have a good show today, man. Oh, I'm ready. I got three hours, and then I got the postgame show again tonight. So let's go. All week long, man. Nice. All week nice. long. All right, uh, that's it for me today. Thanks to you fine folks for filling up the phone lines and the text lines again today. We will do it tomorrow live from Omaha. Have a great Monday, everybody. It's the Plank Show with Chris Plank and Josh Helmer. Weekdays from 9 a.m. till noon on your home for Sooner fans. The Ref Sports Radio Network.